This week's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash DJForceX. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. This episode of the DJ Force X podcast is proudly sponsored by Fixed. Fixed is a fan and artist-friendly independent record label that specializes in hybrid electronic rock. It's home to the likes of Cell Dweller, Blue Starly, I Will Never Be The Same, Witchy Nicks, The Algorithm, Voicians, Celia Kira, and a whole bunch more. Check out their latest label sampler for just one dollar. At their official store, FixedStore.com. That's F-I-X-T Store.com. Save 10% off your first order by using my coupon code FORCEX. That's F-O-R-C-E-X. They have loads of shirts, hoodies, stickers, posters, and many other accessories for all their artists. And this is available worldwide with fantastic international shipping rates to go with that. So head over to fixstore.com and check them out. And don't forget, use my coupon code FORCEX. Hello and welcome to the DJ Force X podcast episode 54. We are certainly racking them up now. Um... But yeah, uh, on this show we have uh, we are carnivores. We have, to be more specific, we have Harry and James from that band. They're like a, um, a punk trio from the UK, uh, kind of a mashup of a lot of different sounds. Uh, but it's really cool. Um, they have a new EP out called Theodore's a Don Bro. Uh, it's out now. It's self released as well as four tracks. Fantastic. Um, kind of, I say in the interview, but it's kind of cross between like Goat Boy, Glassjaw. Biffy, Horse the Band, Ruben, all those kind of ones. Um, but yeah, check out their EP now. Um, I'm going to lead you straight into this interview. Um, so yeah, here we go. This is James and Harry from We Are Carnivores. Okay, I'd like to welcome to my show this week. I have the band We Are Carnivores, or two of them, in fact. I have Harry and James. Welcome. What's up? What's up, guys? Hey. How are you doing today? Oh. Yeah, man, we're pretty good. There's uh, there's no tropical storms heading our way. It's so <laughs> pretty cushy right now. Yeah, if it cuts out halfway through this interview, you know what's happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bands. Are you in our bands? I don't even, I don't don't even need our bands. Don't even right need now. them. No, 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 I can swim. I'm good. <laughs> got a, I got a wetsuit and everything. It's all good. So, cool. <laughs> so um, just just for the benefit of my listeners, uh, a little bit of an uh, introduction to the band, who you are, where you came from, etc. Uh, well, I, I don't know. I feel like it'd be unbelievable, really, if no one's not heard of us. Like, <laughs> like we're pretty global at this point, you know, international interviews and stuff. No, uh, so we're called We Are Carnivores. Uh, <laughs> we started off in Hull, like we met at university. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically figured that we were the best musicians at the university, so thought we should form some kind of super group. Super group. Yeah. Uh, 
it also turns out obviously we needed to get a drummer from outside the university because you know I don't know just how it went down. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. So, so we, we we spent a couple of years, well, three years, I guess is how long a degree is. Uh, we spent three years at university, and then in our final year, we did the uh, Red Bull Download thing, got some like good press off of that. So we were like, let's give it a go. So we just like all moved in together, uh, and just been hitting it since then, living in Nottingham. Nice. Nice. So you situate right, yourself right. right pretty much in the middle of England. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Because then we're not too far away from anything and we're pretty lazy. That's yeah, awesome. we are. Yeah. I just realised I didn't really even say, like, <laughs> what kind of music we play. <laughs> <laughs> History. Uh, we're, like, sort of math rock, like, early Biffy Clyro, Don Broco kind of is. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty much the... Because I, I wrote that... Because I listened to your band before I, like... Obviously, I sit down and listen to you guys before I like interviewing you but there was a couple of bands i did write down biffy was one okay um oh. kind of it's it's a weird kind of punky funk thing going on but the math thing i didn't have that written down but i had bands like uh horse the band glass jaw goat boy Ooh, um, glass jaw's yeah. a nice one that's yeah. a bit like God. yeah man. <laughs> but those are the sort of sounds i got from your music so what what i mean obviously your influences probably lie within you already said biffy um as one of those uh where, where do you that's the right question where do you get the inspiration from because it's quite a unique sound and as much mm-hmm. as i could throw a lot of band names at it but it's not one of those bands click our heels together three times uh-huh. and that comes out and <laughs> <laughs> um, well yeah all sorts i mean I personally, I really love Ent Shikari. Mm-hmm. I think they're. Uh, I wrote my dissertation about Ent Shikari actually. Oh really? I think oh, really? they're. Uh, I think they're the best band in the world. Nice. <laughs> uh, that's that was my thesis. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big fan of like Dillinger and stuff like that. So okay, cool. a lot of the sort of high dissonant sort of parts we had in. Yeah, like, was a bit of uh, Dillinger. And we like, I don't know, we like jazz. Yeah, we like some like jazz. That. Like obviously, like studying studying music, we studied some jazz, especially James. He did a lot of jazz guitar, so we get all these jazzy chord extensions and stuff in. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, Bu- Bu's super into, like, periphery and his, like, Probably sort of genuine gen- sort of stuff, yeah. So he likes to try to throw off a nice groove we've got going with yeah. some of <laughs> He likes to just play fills all song. <laughs> Head's doing, like, weird snapping motions. Yeah. I can't get into it. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, I mean, a lot of those influences are there that um, you can hear in your music, um, which is really cool. So you got a new EP that came out uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, called Theodore's a Don Bro. Yes. Um, and that was self-released. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you've done everything yourself. I read the bit on your, of your bio where you produced everything as well. Um, yeah. What kind of led you to do that right, rather than bring someone in to kind of uh, um... take that helm? So everyone's wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, I think mainly, mainly it just comes down to the fact that we do everything better than anyone else. <laughs> so who better to do everything? Now, I don't, like we, you know, typical cliche band story. Oh, we don't have any money. Like we've got rubbish jobs and all that, so that we can have the time to go touring and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, some people manage it better than us, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like we obviously, again, having studied it, it's it's really nice to be able to produce it ourselves because it's like, well, I've spent three years learning how to do it. Why not do it myself? We we bought some gear so that we could do it ourselves. And it gives us that 
time, I think is the most important thing yeah. to be able yeah. to really properly sit down and be in the studio environment all the time. So massively changes the way that you go about writing. Uh, and it means that you bring in all sorts of extra elements like through production, yeah. production yeah. part of the composition process as well. Uh, so yeah, mainly so that we can have that time to really make sure that we're producing something or composing something that we're really happy with and that we think, you know, we think is original and interesting and adds something to the general, I don't know, musical landscape that we exist in. Yeah, something yeah. along them lines. Nice. Some, yeah, Sorry. there was there was a quote there. Somewhere. <laughs> With the siren in the background as well, sounding really good. It's very loud. <laughs> we just moved into this flat in the city, and there's like police car chases going oh, on. So Hopefully, we get some tire squeals on the on the recording. Literally, nice. well, the other day, this house just over from us burnt down. Really? Yeah, it's kicking yeah. off it. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. We've got this view on the balcony, just watching these like diggers coming out and wrecking. <laughs> Nice, nice. I haven't been to Nottingham in a long time. Oh, yeah. you've got to get here, man. <laughs> yeah. I think the last time I played there, I played a show um, at, I can't remember the name of the venue. <clears throat> Mayor's Mega Rescue Rooms, Rock City? Nope. Nope, uh, it was... JT Saw? JT Saw, Chameleon. Uh, it's an old venue. I don't think it's there anymore. Oh. Um, I'm starting to think you didn't even play it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'll think of it. I'll blurt it out at some point. But I'll think of it. Okay. I played there a couple of times. It was good. So, um, yeah, back back to your, like, self-production thing. I could totally relate, again, with the, my previous band that you checked out before this interview. Uh, everything we did was self-produced. We were oh, self-managed. Okay. Yeah. And pretty much throughout our entire career, self-released, apart from one, which was technically on a label, but we did all the work, if that yeah. makes sense. So, yeah, um, yeah. Um, you know that's cool. It does. It does give you that extra time if you've got the if you've got the you know the head to do it, which obviously you did. You studied it for three years, so um, that's all cool. So what what kind of gear do you use? What's your um, main door? Uh, so we we got an Allen and Heath desk Q twenty four Q twenty four. That's mm-hmm. pretty nice. Uh, and then we've got just like um, a set of Audix microphones, uh, some rods, some roads for the overheads, and, and and we just use Ableton. Oh really? Uh, yeah, we we studied on Pro Tools, but honestly, I think Pro Tools is just the buggiest piece of crap. <laughs> I, just, I hate it. I'm just going to change this patch. Windows is shutting down. Great. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I can't deal with that. Ableton's just like, the way I, I think of it is it's like mental ergonomics. It's proper massage in your brain. Everything's just exactly where you want it to be. And you can just, I swear you can just guess all the shortcuts. Yeah. Like, oh, I want to consolidate this. Well, then I just guess I'll just press control, Get whatever. Ocean finance. I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Everything's where you want it to be. It's, it's real sweet. Yeah. That's cool. No, I use Ableton to record what we're doing right now. So oh, we've got so much in common, man. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> um, back to your EP. Uh, it's, it's four tracks. Um, you've got the title track, Theodore's of Don Bro. Uh, you've got uh, track Scottish Power. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The track for your next video, I believe, is You Can't Argue With Sharks. That's very true. nice. And yeah. the last track is I'm Not An Alcoholic, I Just Collect Bottles. Nice. Yes. You've got them all right. It was like a little quiz. It's nice. almost as though I've got them written down in front of me, you know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I really dig it. I was, I've had it on rotation pretty much throughout today. And um, on, uh, I had it on Apple Music originally. And then um, Steph sent it to me. 
because uh, I only had the single uh, prior to that. So, um, but yeah, it's really cool. It's like it's got some real like f- big funky riffs in there. Um, like I said before, and it's it's just a really strong EP. It's kind of random, but not. It's it's well calculated. I think is the, probably the yeah. We've had a couple of people say that. Like yeah. it fits together, but it feels different. It feels all over the place, but at the same time. It, yeah it all comes together which That's cool. which actually yeah calculated i think yeah i'd like i'd like to think so yeah <laughs> we did like when we was putting it together it was like we do need this sort of song now and like Every, everything, everything's more about everything that we put there is there for like a tiny little reason like every every beat and every like part of every riff and chord progression and oh whatever chords that we use and all the rhythms that we use it's all derived from the ideas that we had initially for each song so hopefully yeah it does come across like real yeah real calculated yeah um, but yeah we also wanted to say obviously like lots of people do this now it's nothing new but like in the in the age of instant information everyone can access pretty much every recording ever instantly yeah. uh, everyone has just mad musical taste like ridiculous diversity so it's like yeah you really want to mix it up and experiment bringing all sorts of stuff together, which is obviously a, a massive thing that we take influence from a it's, band like yeah. Shikari yeah. and do it just so phenomenally well. Uh, so, yeah, it was really calculated in how we can try and bring some new elements from different musical genres together into our music. So, so, so yeah, bundled together this sort of weird concoction of all these different genres. Yeah. And it's meant we've just had all kinds of interesting comparisons when we've been getting reviews in for it. Yeah, uh, I was glancing at your, um, I think, Facebook page and you had a post pinned to the top and it, it had, like, a multitude of genres and bands and stuff all just kind of... <laughs> yeah. And it was it was kind of like, okay, so a lot of people, like, like you said, they've just given you every kind of different genre thrown at you and it's kind of, it is kind of everything, so... Mm. Um, it's cool. So um, tell me more about the tracks. Uh, obviously, the title track, Theodore's a Don, bro. Um, what, what are the sort of... Um, are there any kind of stories behind them? Yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah, behind that one, uh, actually, like James came up with this uh, <laughs> this idea for the music video before we'd actually written the song, mm. uh, which was basically like, I, I don't know, like you probably noticed, like a, a lot of bands just seem like, regardless of how big they are and what kind of budget they may or may not be working with, when they produce a music video, just seem to go and shoot a performance video in a warehouse or a forest, top of a cliff, top of a cliff. <laughs> It just seems like no one's got any ideas. It seems really weird. It yeah. feels like they've written some sweet music and gone like, we'll put our creative here. Let's just put no, together. Yeah, no, let's just bodge something out. And it, it just seems, it's just like, what what's going on? Like, it feels really almost surreal that like no one seems to, actually I read an article the other day where someone had said, why the band should yeah, keep doing yeah. this. Mm. But so that was kind of the idea. We had the idea for the music video before the song. Uh but then particularly the lyrics of this song came out uh, after just everyone's been there where your favourite band that you think so sweet signs to a major label and then just churns out some formulaic pop dross. <laughs> and just like, oh, man. So we had a couple of our favourite bands do that. And it was it was a little bit gutting because we think they were like really genuinely pushing the boundaries of like in, in, yeah, yeah, generally pushing like British guitar music forward taking it somewhere new and then to go from that obviously why they got picked up because they were genuinely exciting to then just like churn out some, just some stuff where it's like i'm going to turn this off 
like two tracks in, just like, no, guys, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, it, it was a bit going. So that that's what the song's about, really, that kind of frustrating and frustration with, with that kind of stuff going on. People People not seeming to have original ideas, and then the ones that do choose to just abandon them. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, and uh, on to the next one, Scottish Power. Okay. Uh, I can't, when listening to this song, I got, you know, when you're on hold and you start <laughs> singing those words out that they say when you're on hold. I thought that was very good. Um, so is that, is that is that what the general story of that song is or was it uh, something else? Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, I'll give you the short version. <laughs> Basically, like over the course of about two years, just from trying to change our energy provider, like... Scottish power was just clinging, absolutely clinging on to us for dear life. It was, it was, it was so weird. Like they'd never supplied us with a unit of electricity or gas at the place that we moved to, yeah. but they were like, "Cool, uh, here's your final bill. It's like eight hundred pounds or something." <laughs> we were like, "No, nah, because we were with you for like four weeks while we were moving, so there's no way." So basically, they just harassed us. We were like, "We're not paying. We're not paying." Also, because we've been on a prepayment meter the whole time. So it's like, so they literally, there can be no bills here. Yeah. There's where we owe you. But they just persisted at it to the point where they eventually sent bailiffs around. <laughs> and it was just like, you know, when they sent sending bailiffs around, it was like, well, actually, I'm a little bit nervous here. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, we've made some big calls here. We're sure that we are in the right, but we've got bailiffs coming around. So we'll see what happens. Um, bailiffs come around uh, and then basically knock at the door and say, Right then, chaps. Seems like you've got a prepayment meter, so we don't know why we're here. We'll leave you to it. <laughs> we're like, cool, that's it. It's over. Then we get another bill through for like a thousand pounds, and it's just like you guys are absolutely deluded. <laughs> Explained it like fifteen times on the phone to them. It's just horrendous. One of the most horrendous companies in the world. And uh, well, you know, we we tied it, tried to tie it into just summing up the whole. In our opinion privatized energy sector doesn't necessarily work for the small person yeah it's, it's not necessarily a productive thing to put money before such a basic something which is such a basic human right really in this day and age water electricity and yeah, yeah. We, we need, like don't don't rinse us <laughs> yeah cool so um next one you can't argue with sharks uh, th- this one we had the title for before as well. Yeah, like. we do this thing where we kind of like think of titles and then Harry writes them all down in his phone and you go through his like notebook and it's just like some of the weirdest things because you'll be out on a night out and it's like, that sounds sick. That's a let's, sick song. Let's try to create some ideas out of that. It's not something out of that. Something yeah. about like knob lips or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still got to write that one. Uh, yeah, yeah, so... I think you came out with it. I think Bew okay, came out okay, with it, and we were like, "Oh, that's a pretty profound thing to say, Bew." Yeah, like it was. Com- I think it was comparing it to um, to just like trying to just get any kind, of, any any kind of productive situation or discussion out of a politician, like yeah. trying to ask for a shark. But it's, something, it's something along them lines. So we we went with that. So yeah, again, it's sort of about like general frustration with just our political climate, which just doesn't seem to just do anything whatsoever. It's just people just having just smearing each other and it's like playground isn't it yeah like you watch house of commons it's like this this is like worse than a school playground a primary school playground so sort of our yeah 
our frustration at that. Yeah, got the same thing going on here as well. So yeah, uh, yeah. and schoolboy taunts. It is, isn't it? It's it's really cringe. It's really cringe to watch. Oh, it is. It's, 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 it's pure car crash television. So is. <laughs> did you see Nigel Farage come over and speak at a Trump rally? I I did. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is he doing here? <laughs> he's he's kind of already fucked up England. So yeah. you know, is he here to do the same for the US or is it the US? Yeah, like and the the man who uh, continuously professes that you should not get involved with the politics of another country, yep. and that's all he ever did in defending his UKIP. Policies, and then he does does exactly that madness. It's crazy. So onto the last track. I'm not an alcoholic. I just collect bottles. Yeah, that was another one from my phone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I was thinking about just the way, like, uh, kind of every social situation that you're ever in since about like you know potentially as young as like I don't know like 14 years old just revolves around alcohol, really, like. (laughs) And not, you know, like I love going out and getting drunk with my friends. Like every, like not many people don't love doing that. But I just thought it was like kind of like almost like harrowingly weird that every like pretty much every single situation, whatever it is, oh, it's my birthday, cool, let's get drunk. It's my wedding, let's go get drunk. You know, <laughs> let's bar mitzvah, somebody die, let's get drunk. Like every like Saturday night, let's get drunk. Every single thing just involves getting out of your mind. Yep. And I just thought that seemed, maybe that's just me, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just see, it seems a bit bit worrying, really, doesn't it? Like, Not that I, that I still go and do it, though. That's the thing. It's more like, you should just like, we should look at it. Think about it. Which is why we wanted that one to be particularly proper erratic. So we got that proper chuggy, dissonant yeah. riff stabbing all over the place. And the song just lobbing all over the place, changing section, changing feel and stuff like that because we really wanted to reflect that kind of, I don't know, really, just like instability that you can, you can, you experience by just completely relying on alcohol to get you through so many social situations. Yeah. Yeah, it's like something, you know, when you're down, people drink, but when you're happy, people drink. Yeah. It's like, what? where's the, where's the, there, there's no fine line, it's the same thing you're doing. So it's... uh yeah no i get that yeah cool so um what what are your plans currently or going ahead do you have any tours coming up or any gigs or anything so the next thing coming up is we do have a video coming out i think you said earlier um but you can't argue with sharks yeah that'll be really soon that'll be soon we've not announced a date yet but it's soon it is soon (laughs) (laughs) Soon. (laughs) imminent uh yeah then we're going on tour in november so that's not confirmed yet, okay. but uh, it should. Be, I think it's from like the fifteenth November. Something like that. We're gonna we're gonna play a load of shows in England, and then we're gonna have like a couple of days off, and then go play a few shows in Scotland as well. Cool. Yeah, that's not actually announced yet. So no, but we will be doing it. Yeah, <laughs> we will be doing it. <laughs> Quite exciting to uh, to have our, our English dates separated from the Scottish dates, so that it's not like. Okay, we're in Birmingham. Let's go up to Glasgow, <laughs> down to Southampton. <laughs> uh, so that's that's going to be uh, yeah, big love to our to Daily Discord. Cool, yeah, cool for the rooting. <laughs> <laughs> Them guys, yeah. That's I'm cool. sure you must have done that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, 
It's yeah. <laughs> All right, it, it was a few years ago, but yeah, it's um, really everything is 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 what's the word? The right word? It's a bitch. I think is the you know, <laughs> to, to get it right, especially when you're self-funded and everything. It's kind of um, yeah, yeah. You've really got to plan it out properly because, like you say, you could end up being in Birmingham one night and then in Glasgow the next night, and then you know. And I've I've played shows where you've where I play one show. Played up went up to Edinburgh University. And it was just a one-off show. So we drove all the way from Surrey, which is southeast London for anyone listening, um, all the way up to Scotland. Um, and then we drove back the same night. Oh, yeah. How long did that take? Uh, it, was, it was a good, probably seven, eight-hour journey. Oof. Give or Ow. take a few hours. <laughs> that is not what you want to be doing. No, that's no that was one of our last gigs as well that we did. Uh, not that that broke the camel's back, if you will, but it. Um, it <laughs> I was... can't do these nine hours anymore. It did break the camel's back, but it did break the van. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we've had shows where we've been playing, say, uh, say Birmingham, for instance, and then we had to play some South Wales show, yeah, um, like the Arse End of Wales, and um, yeah, it's it's crazy. If you get it right, if you can separate them out like you have done, then that's the best way of doing it. Otherwise, I swear that's where all the rock shows are in Wales. Yeah, yeah. They're all in the arse end. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. So I've got a couple of questions left for you guys. Um, yeah. So I'll start you with the first one. Your three top albums that mold you into the musician, straight person that you are. I want you to pick three each. Oh, oh do you know what? Oh, one for me. It's so stupid, but Wake in the Fallen by Avenged Sevenfold. I used to <laughs> love that band. Yeah, that's a bit of a, that's actually a bit of like a guilty pleasure one as well. <laughs> okay. I, I'd, I'd have to say Razor's Edge by ACDC. Uh, one of the, some of the first, first things I learned on the guitar, my dad was like, yeah, you need to learn ACDC, Led Zeppelin. So obviously, Learning, learning Thunderstruck. That's a bit. That's almost like a rite of passage for a rock guitarist. <laughs> you have to learn Thunderstruck. Yes, that's up there for me. Cool. Um, was this top three albums each? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh my god, I'm trying to remember this Dream Theater album. That's really, really bad. Sorry about the pings. Actually, the one that it. made me pick up the guitar was All Killer No Filler, Sum Forty One. Okay. Huge. Huge album. Cool. They're on their oh, way back man. again. Yeah, yeah, they just released a single, didn't they? Yeah. yeah they got Brown Sound back. Yeah. Exciting. <laughs> um, do you know Colours by Between the Bird and Me? Yep. But yeah, that's that's pretty sweet. I'm sure, I'm sure this... I'd have to say, I'll have to say, yeah, uh, Flash Brother Colour, because that's the one I wrote with this mm. station on. And uh, Shikari. Cool. Cool. <laughs> cool. So, <laughs> I've said free now, yeah. Oh, my God. Mine are all real mainstream. Mm. I'm not coming off cool on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Swift. To be fair, we've done quite a few Taylor Swift covers. Yeah, we, we always end up doing Taylor Swift covers. Yeah, right, 1989. <laughs> <laughs> she, she writes banging tunes. Banging pop tunes. Mm. I, uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I'm oh, yeah. scrolling through my iTunes right now to see if I can think of all. Um, what about 
Uh, I've forgotten his name. Grant Green. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe it's a bit like Wes Mont or something like that. Wes Montgomery. Yeah, Wes Montgomery. The album in particular. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Give me a sec. I'm on this. <laughs> the incredible jazz guitar of Wes Montgomery. That is a banging album. He's got some mix. Mm. Cool. Okay. Cool. Okay. Actually, I just thought of the venue in Nottingham. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, randomly. Uh, Junction 7. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. It nah. was just up the road from Rock City. It was like an upstairs venue. I don't know if they might have changed its name, but I thought it closed down. So. Just up road from Roxy. Yeah. I think we should see it on the corner, like way up towards where we are. It may be. Uh, I, I can't remember how far up it is, but I know it was up from it. So. You're too old school for us. Yeah. I heard some club got closed down near it because someone got stabbed or something. Oh, that might have been the place. <laughs> yeah, I like it. <laughs> Stabbing him. <laughs> nah, that's it. Him. <laughs> it's either or depending on the month right <laughs> no, uh, no. <laughs> so uh what are your hobbies away from music so when you're not writing and recording what are you doing oh, we've just got so many hobbies we're just we... so busy all the time we... <laughs> we go hard on league of legends okay we that, yeah, that's big time League of Legends. That's getting pretty badly out of hand, actually. Yeah, it's getting out of hand, actually. Actually, League of Legends is becoming the main thing, and music is becoming a hobby on the side. <laughs> yeah, we actually do want to be professional League of Legends players. We need, we need to reassess our <laughs> lives at this point. League of Legends is taking over. Um, oh, God. Yeah, big, big into gaming, really. Cool. Yeah. That's, cool. that's the main one. I'm uh, trying to get into, like, you know, graphic design and photography and all that shit. Okay. Okay. Just, just stuff like that. Taking some snaps, self-producing videos. <laughs> Harry's had a cello in his room actually for quite a while, so you know. Oh yeah, I used to play cello. <laughs> oh my god, I said I used to play cello. That's the first <laughs> time I've ever said I used to play cello. <laughs> it's only got two strings on it, so you know it's a pretty good cello. No, I put new strings on it. Oh, actually. did you? Yeah, yeah. That's very nice. But I recorded a composition at uni with just the two strings because I thought it was a bit quirky. Oh, I did there. say outside of music, so. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Maybe it's not really music, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's been that long. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so finally, where can people reach you online? Where is the best place to find out about We Are Carnivores? Yeah, onto our Facebook, I'd say. Facebook.com slash We Are Carnivores. This is our little, uh, well, it's, it's my, my joke that I do at the end of shows. It's my, my staple joke where I say, oh, you know, Make sure you go and look us up online. Give us a like on Facebook because music's not really about music anymore. It's about how many likes you have on Facebook. So <laughs> do that. That would help us have a career. That's my, my end of show bad joke. Nice. Uh, yeah, facebook.com slash wearecarnivores. Um, YouTube, obviously, we've got our music videos up on there. So pretty much if you just Google We Are Carnivores, all of our links come up. The, the big nice. one at the moment for us is Bandcamp. If you can get us on Bandcamp, we've got our album up for Pay What You Want. Pay What You Want. Nice. So, uh, so it could be free, could be £100. <laughs> Preferably <Definitely>. £100. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you could have got free up there. That's what you should have done. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know. I, 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 I listened to it on Apple Music, so you should get like a tenth of a penny for that. Hey, that's, so. that's a very point actually yeah. get us on uh, music and spotify yeah we're on <laughs> itunes uh, amazon i don't know the random stuff <laughs> i tried to calculate like uh, all the streams that we've had or something recently like how much money it would be that we've earned and i calculated out and i was like oh yeah it's like 
50 pounds. All right. And I was like, no, no, I've done the math wrong. No, it's 25. No. And basically, it ended up being like 10 pounds or something. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Yeah, it was pretty pretty good day, that. 10 yeah. pounds. It's, it's still, it's 10 pounds you didn't have to start with. So Beers on us. You know, exactly. If that, if that's <laughs> how much they cost now, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. So how does that work for you guys? Well, you got the, like, pay what you want scheme with your with your music. Does it, the downloads you get, do a lot of people donate? Or is it is it literally you know a lot what? of free downloads? I've always been a bit skeptical about the idea, but it's actually been really good. Like, it's yeah. nice to have people just be like, we want the music we'll give you some money as well, like, because we're a bit more rich than you. <laughs> like, so, obviously, you get a lot of people download it for free, which is like, well, cool, because you might not have downloaded it otherwise. Yeah, at least you get the music. That's the main thing, which one that music out there. But then you also get people, so, like, it's four tracks, so obviously it's not a lot. So we would have, like, on iTunes and that, it's, I think, three or four quid. Yeah. I think it's three something, uh, yeah, three yeah, fifteen. Yeah, but we've, we've had a few people pay, like, a fiver for it. Uh, a couple of people pay like eight pounds, ten pounds. Yeah. So, yeah, man. There's some, obviously like some really sound people out there that respect you <laughs> as a musician. I guess, I guess it's that kind of thing as well. Like, as an artist, you sort of say like, "Well, here is my art. What do you think it's worth?" Because realistically, it ain't worth anything at all unless someone else thinks it it is. Yeah. Like that's kind of what I don't know ascribes it some kind of work. We're in danger here. Of, going into some right up my own ass <laughs> stuff aren't we but um, yeah it has been sweet it's been, it's good. been really yeah. good okay, and it's cool. nice to see people just downloading it for whatever they want like yeah. Yeah. that's just cool yeah yeah I, I, I would do like I remember going to like a an industry day panel thing at university uh, someone asked someone I think it was like Stevie Wonder's ex-manager or something and, and like and some other people and uh basically saying like what do you think of like self-releasing like um self-releasing and doing um pay what you want radiohead had just done it with in rainbows and i think that was like the first major one where someone had done it and they all just slated it the idea for like a self-releasing band because they were just like no nah, just you can't do that you've got to place some kind of value on your music yeah but i think they're wrong yeah. <laughs> I think they're probably in the big record business, so they want to make us. Like, yeah, I think it's. I think it's a really good thing to do, like, and it, and yeah, brings out brings out a lot of good in people. Cool. Donating. That's a nice way of putting it. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Donate to us. Donate to we. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, Harry, James, thank you very much um, for your time today, and uh, good luck with oh. the EP. Um, it's called Theodore's Adon Bro, which is out now. Uh, you can get it via all the places we've just talked about. Um, yep. Is there a physical copies available or is it just purely digital? Uh, we don't have physical copies yet, but we'll be selling them on tour. Okay, cool. So physical copies coming soon. <laughs> yes, pretty exclusive. Excellent, excellent. Well, again, thank you for your time today. And uh, yeah, have a good one. Good luck with the storm, mate. Oh, yeah, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye, Bye, Sean. See See ya. ya.